0: Welcome to CHP Conversations, a podcast series produced by the VCU College of Health Professions. This series includes conversations with faculty, students, and alumni who exemplify our mission to create influential leaders in healthcare. Hello, thank you for joining us here on CHP Conversations. My name is Chelsea Gary. I am the Director of Recruitment and Student Programs here in the College of Health Professions at Virginia Commonwealth University. What do brain-eating amoeba, blood transfusions and COVID-19 tests have in common out of guesses? Medical laboratory science, that's what. Historically a behind the scenes role, medical laboratory science is one of the most underrecognized healthcare careers. However, MLS professionals provide answers to life saving decisions every day. In this three part series, we will hear from faculty and students in the medical laboratory sciences program at VCU, as they explain their unlikely journeys in this field. Today we are joined by one of our master's students in the Medical Laboratory Sciences Department here in CHP. I'm here with Celestina Clay. Celestina, how are you today? I'm good, how are you? I am great. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Yes, hi everyone. My name's Celestina Clay. I am a a first slash second year student in the accelerated master's program at at the accelerated clinical medical laboratory science program here at VCU. My family—I always think this question is so weird for me—but my family lives in Dumfries, Virginia, right now. But I'm a military, military brat, so I've lived everywhere, anywhere, and everywhere. But I was originally born in West Africa, Ghana.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much for sharing. Um, So, starting off, you mentioned you're kind of like a first year, second year kind of meshing of the two what does that exactly look like
1: yeah so basically um in the medical laboratory science program we have a couple of different um master's routes (laughs) routes so I got my undergrad undergraduate degree in medical laboratory sciences so because I kind of did that I had the opportunity um to do an accelerated master's which means I was able to get my I'm able to get my master's degree in just one year
0: that's awesome (laughs) (laughs) Wish I could have signed up for something <laughs> like that. That's yeah, pretty it's pretty great. Yeah. At the undergraduate level, um I mean did so you majored in medical laboratory sciences at the undergraduate I level. Did. Is that something you always knew you wanted to do or get into?
1: Um, not really. I I think I knew from a young age I wanted to do something in healthcare. Mm-hmm. And you know, when you're younger it's always so traditional. I wanna be a doctor, I wanna be a nurse. Mm-hmm. But I think <laughs> as I grew up and as I took classes and did different things I kind of realized I wanted to be in the healthcare setting but I didn't want to be directly involved with patients as like a doctor or a nurse just because I'm a super nervous person so I get really nervous talking to people and so that was something I worried about and just doing my research and just figuring out what I wanted to do I came upon um, medical laboratory sciences actually from a student who talked about it at an open house for VCU when I was Um, Like a senior in high school. So after that, I did some research with my parents and I came to, you know, I came to realize, oh, I love hands on things. I love lab work. So this is something that I want to explore doing. And so I just got on my prereqs and
0: started applying for the program. So I know you mentioned a little bit as far as not really um, wanting that patient inter- that direct patient interaction. Could you share with us some other ways that you see yourself kind of impacting healthcare, impacting the lives of patients through your work with medical lab sciences? Yeah,
1: definitely. I think. Um... I think everybody talks about it, but a really good example was during COVID. A lot of people don't know, but medical laboratory scientists, we were the ones who were designing all the COVID tests, the assays, running all those testing. Mm. Um, And people, I think a lot of people think that it was like doctors or pharmacists who did that, but actually like different hospitals in the lab, people were sitting down, they were developing all these assays because when COVID really first began, nobody knew what to do. Mm -hmm. There was nothing that we could test on so in the laboratory medical lab scientists medical technologists they were just testing different things and seeing what worked and mm-hmm. so i think a lot of people don't know that but it's actually i mean we've seen how covid has impacted the world but medical laboratory scientists they were the ones who were they were getting all the covid samples they were testing it every day for 8 hours a day so really just immersed in all of that
0: wow Yeah, I know um, prior to COVID, I'll be honest, I didn't even know, you know, the direct impact that medical laboratory science has had on just healthcare in general. Um, So with your experience, both at the undergraduate level or even currently at the master's level, have you had like direct um, experience with um, working with patients or analysis um, while in the program? Yeah, actually... um
1: shout out to my program, but <laughs> as we come in as juniors. So we get our first two years during the prereqs, and then we come in as juniors. So your second sem- our second semester of our junior year, we're actually given the opportunity to apply to be student workers at the VCU Health Hospital in their labs. Yes. So there's about 15 positions that are given, so we all interview, and then we interview with each of the labs, each of the different disciplines, and then they kind of pick which students they feel would best be suited in their lab. So I worked in the microbiology lab and microbiology was actually a lot of COVID testing. So um, I'm sure <laughs> that was the first thing I was actually trained on was um, oh, wow. during COVID testing, because at the time there was so understaffed as well, you know, with everyone just getting sick yeah. so easily. So us students, we actually really, from what they've told us, we really did make an impact on all the labs that we were able to help out. And a lot of us were picking up extra hours just to help out with that load, especially COVID got better but then it Mm -hmm. got worse and especially Mm -hmm. when it got worse like we were all in the lab just like testing every day and anytime we didn't have class we were free they wanted us in the lab just helping out as best we can so a lot of us by the end of our junior years our first (laughs) year in the program imagine
0: like we all had so much hands-on experience already yeah I'm sure that's great because you do get that hands-on experience (laughs) but you're like wow this is my first first year
1: it was definitely. It was a lot at first just because like the roles that we were, that we had, I mean, we were, we were basically one of the workers. Like we were working alongside them. We were doing everything they were doing, just not as much as they were doing, but we were trained in a handful of like areas.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That's experience you don't get in the classroom. (laughs) Exactly. For sure. Um, So could you talk a little bit about what that transition was like? Um, so you, you know, started at the undergraduate level. It Was that here at VCU? It was, yeah. Okay. Um, so what was that transition like going from the undergraduate program then to the accelerated master's program?
1: It was difficult. I won't yeah. lie, just because accelerated master's are not like a normal master's program. So I graduated May of this, May 2022 of this past year. But during my last semester while finishing undergrad, I was also doing graduate work at the same time, just so... I had that window to be able to get my master's in a year. So it was definitely difficult because, you know, I was also sitting for my board and my certification exam. I was also making sure that I passed my undergrad classes to graduate, but then also making sure that I was passing those master's courses in order to fully be accepted into the master's program this fall. That's a lot at once. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, talk about time
0: management. Oh, yeah, definitely something I had to really make sure I balanced everything out well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So, with the board certification, is that something um, that was the exam that you needed to take at the end of your undergraduate experience?
1: Yes. so... um, We all have to take the board of certifications, the BOCs, just so we are fully certified medical laboratory scientists. And Mm -hmm. that allows us to have that full range, that full scope to be able to um, work in any laboratory, work in any setting that um, needs an MLS degree for.
0: Perfect. How did the program prepare you for that?
1: It definitely, it, it prepared us very well. I think all our... From the minute we started, all our classes, all our exams were exactly to the T of what was going to be on our board of certifications. So um, we would do, go over something in class, and professor would be like, "Okay, from what we've heard from previous students, this is a very big to know for the exam." So it definitely helped to minimize that extra like studying on top of everything because um, a lot of us, as long as you were doing well in the classes, you were mm. going to do well on the exam, and that's just how it always went. If you sure. did well in the classes. It was the same the same exact thing, nothing new, nothing extra, just maybe a little harder,
0: but still the same sure. thing on the
1: <laughs> certification exam. Awesome. Thank
0: you. Um, I'm going to pivot a little bit um, just to talk a little bit about the curriculum in yeah. medical lab sciences. So I know – there is a you know a difference, of course, with the undergraduate curriculum and courses that you've taken, um, and what's required at the at the master's level. Have there been any classes to date that kind of stand out, um, or that are coming up that you're really excited about taking?
1: Yeah, I think um, my personal favorite was our blood banking slash transfusion medicine course. So with that course, we're learning how to blood type. We're learning each other's blood types. We're learning how if a patient if we have a patient who comes into the hospital and they're might be a little too much but they're massively bleeding on the table <laughs> what type of blood can we give them that will be best suited for their body we okay. learn how okay. people have different types of antibodies in your blood that nobody really knows about but if you give a patient the wrong blood they could it could lead to severe consequences so i love that class we were able to blood type each other in class i finally learned my blood type which <laughs> i pause weird. by the way <laughs> Which Good I always wanted to, to Yeah, I always wanted to know <laughs> that. So it's definitely my favorite chorus. I'm hoping to help, like, with lab next semester too in it, so.
0: Is blood banking something that you knew you would maybe have an interest in when you started the program or just something you stumbled upon?
1: Um, I didn't really know much about it. Entering the program, just a little, like, brief synopsis about what I'd heard, like, mm-hmm. going through the interview process and everything. Um, I didn't expect to like it because um, – I knew it was going to be a hard subject. It's not easy. It's one of the, I think it's one of the subjects that as medical laboratory scientists, we have to be near perfect with just because Mm, blood is something that is so easy to like really damage a patient. So I didn't expect to like it and to able to, and to know it so well, but it's something that like has really stuck with me. Awesome.
0: Well, hopefully one day I can figure out what my blood type (laughs) is because I do not know that. (laughs) Um, are there certain, I guess, common misconceptions about medical laboratory sciences just in general, or maybe the program here at VCU?
1: Um, I think, I mean, just in general, I, like I work, I work in a lab right now. And I think a lot of the things that often people think is that the nurses are the ones running all the tests or the doctors are the ones running all the tests. When in reality, they're they're just they're doing a lot. Don't get me wrong, but they're sending the testing to us, and we're doing all the testing. So, I think that people think we don't do a lot, but if you realize if a hospital is packed, our lab is very busy, just making mm-hmm. sure we're getting all those result results out in a timely manner. So, doctors and nurses have a large workload, but we often have a larger workload because everything they're asking. They're testing yeah, on a patient, yeah. we're the ones who are running
0: it and making sure they get it as ASAP. Yeah. Um, I speaking about that, that workload, how do you balance that, well, you know, as a student and then also kind of that student worker um, perspective as well, how do you balance everything? And I, I believe you're, you know, involved on campus <laughs> also, um, which I know can also be a lot. Yeah. So how do you balance it all?
1: So I know for me um, – like, I'm the job I have now because I am certified and I did get everything through my undergrad. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like working like a big girl job. Go so, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So, um, with this job, uh, that's something I worried about just going in, just because yeah. um, realistically, if I could just focus on school, I would love to, but rent is expensive, nothing's cheap. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's been good. I think. A lot of the managers and people I've worked with in the lab understand that I am a student. So I know my boss is very understanding about my, my time, my work schedule. And sometimes, not right now because, you know, it's flu season and COVID is picking up and right, everything's right? not great right now. But I do often have some downtime in the okay. at work where, like, I am able to talk to some of my coworkers and be like, I have a paper due tomorrow. Would you mind if I just, like, took a longer lunch break just to work on it? And so- sure. I think just being, like, vocal about what's going on in my life and just, like, letting my coworkers and bosses know has also been really helpful. But like you were saying, my time management has had to be really great. So I, like, I schedule my whole month in advance. Like, I know, (laughs) like, I know what shifts I'm working for all of December. And it also helps me with that school workload too. So I know if I have a final this day, I, I can't work this day. So it's definitely helped
0: a lot to be really good about my time. And I know you're involved on campus as well. Yes. Um, so what are some of the ways that you've gotten involved? Yeah, you're...
1: so um, right now I am a recruitment ambassador for the College of Health Professions. And I also sit on the, I'm also the secretary of the College of Health Professions Executive um, Student Council. And then I also am secretary for um, an organization over, over at Monroe Park Campus called The is that raises money for the richmond community while putting on fashion shows as well so yeah you are very (laughs) very very
0: busy um i know that um the google calendar it probably comes in super handy for sure (laughs) oh my gosh um so i guess in addition to of course time management skills are there other um I guess, nuggets of advice or kind of things that students that might be interested in this program should prepare for to, um, yeah, I guess, best prepare them. For yeah, I think the
1: um, even from just the people I've talked to, I think a lot of people worry about um, just like the prerequisites that get that yeah. come about getting into the program. And I know for me, I was applying like in the beginning of COVID. So I was at home like away from campus, not really knowing how to, like, proceed with that. And I know that, for me, um, I struggle with some class in my prereqs. I definitely struggle with it. And I think that, like, my biggest advice for people who are interested in MLS or want to even just get, like, a professional degree, like that 1C or that 1D in organic chemistry or bio isn't going to be the end of the world. So I think just, like not letting just like one class or one obstacle stop you because I'm I'm glad like I struggled with chemistry even to like Mm -hmm. I still take chemistry Mm -hmm. now and it's still something that I struggle with every day but I think just like knowing that I struggle with it has helped me to like do better and just like address and get the help that I need.
0: I think that's really inspiring because thinking back to you know that one like see that you got you're like oh my gosh the world is ending i know a lot of students talk about organic chemistry which <laughs> that was, is kind of that like was that my mystical beast <laughs> that was
1: my ultimate beast i know yeah. i struggled that was the one class i i did not do well in at all <laughs> and i thought would hold me back from getting into the program and even during my interview with one of the professors right now i was very honest and i was like and it was ironically my the person who interviewed me was the chemistry professor
0: (laughs) (laughs) which didn't help but
1: I (laughs) I told him I was like I'm not good at chemistry I was like I've never been good at chemistry you can look at my transcripts but before you look I'm telling you right now I'm not good at chemistry and so even before I got into the program like he knew that this was going to be like something I struggled with so it definitely helped um whenever I'd have like a rough test or something just to go to him and be like okay I know you're struggling with this like how can we or what can we do to kind of help you get over that obstacle or that
0: that problem that's awesome so faculty are pretty open and yeah kind of have definitely like an open door policy for, for the sure part. I think
1: um with it being a small program with like 30 something students we all get pretty close to each other we get mm-hmm. pl- really close to our professors and um honestly like it's weird but the the two years you're in the program they really end up like being your best friends because they're always there and like this never, I've never had a problem or been scared to like reach out to them about anything, which is, which has really helped me, yeah. especially even yeah. now,
0: like as a master's student. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned the interview process. Yes. So that's part of the application. Is that, bef- um, I'm assuming after you submit your application? Yeah.
1: So um, basically the application process is kind of like a rolling admission. So you kind of submit your application and then you'll get an email saying, we'd like to schedule an interview. And I think People always like hear interview and think like really dun, daunting, yeah, <laughs> right. But um, really, it's just like a formality, just for you to kind of, um, professor to kind of ask you like, what do you know about the program? Like you sure. may not know much, but really, you don't want to like be an art student coming into a lab, you know, like just to right. make sure you know right. what like you're getting into and just to kind of familiar familiarize yourself with. Okay, well, if if you get in or when you get in for the next two years, this is what's gonna be happening this is what's expected of you so I think the I think the interview process honestly helps the applicant more than
0: it helps the professors who are the program itself yeah it's a really good way to put that because I think when you in most processes where you're you know you're applying it's either just something you're submitting by paper or something online and it's just words on a screen or on a sheet of paper so, being able to actually have that conversation.
1: Yeah. I mean, like my class, we were, my class, we did all our interview over Zoom again. This was like oh, 20, whoa. like, yeah. I think like <laughs> January 2020 um, was around when everything, you know, or I, April, around March, <laughs> April time of like 2020 when everything was like yeah, added we to work. Like right yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, especially as a lab program, a lot of the questions was like, how are we, gonna proceed if we're like online right now like how are we gonna proceed so the interview process definitely really helped professors to kind of just like reassure us that yes like you are gonna be required to be here but Mm -hmm. we're doing everything we can to make sure you guys are protected and everything so it was it was weird not being able to have an interview in person but obviously a lot of things still are not in person right with (laughs) with interviews and stuff so it was like a good um still a little daunting, but it was, yeah, it was yeah. good. I really enjoyed my interview. Wow.
0: Well, I never thought I would hear that. Like, <laughs> I really enjoyed my interview. <laughs> so That's a good sign. Yeah, that's for sure. Sign. Um, so taking your your, tran- you know, your transition into the program, the application process, um, even preparing prior to applying, are there any kind of gems or words of wisdom or advice you would give to a student that is hearing about medical lab lab sciences for the first time, like maybe through this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. Hello, how are you? <laughs> um, are there any, you know, words of advice that you would give them as far as like next steps? How do they break into it? Um, you know, kind of a what's next?
1: Yeah, I think um, like don't, I mean, I feel like a lot of people say this, but don't stress out too much. Mm-hmm. I think that this, um, it's a rigorous program when you first start, trying sure. you know, lie. But, um, I mean, your group of, like, students that you're with, like, we're all, we all got very close. Like, some of them I talk to every day. Some of them I worked with for so long. So <laughs> I think that, like, this program definitely helps you to see that um, that medical laboratory for science are very much needed, but that there's also so much more you can do with this degree. There's so sure. many uh, paths and so many different directions you can go. So I think, I mean, from a lot of people, from – a lot of students I've talked to who are interested, a lot of them are like, well, I'm also interested in doing this and I want to do this and this and this. And I always say to them, well, like, this is such a big stepping stone because I think I was talking to one student. She was like, oh, like, I want to go to med school, but I also want to do MLS. And I was like, well, we've had students who have gone through our program who are excelling in med school because they went through that that rigorous learning Mm -hmm. and training Mm -hmm. as undergrad. And so they were immensely prepared for the future. So it definitely prepares you for a lot of stuff.
0: I'm really glad you mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, You know, we as far as like recruitment ambassadors and myself you know we come into contact with a lot of students that are like yeah i'm I'm pre-med or i want to do dentistry or mostly pre-med yeah i mean when i first (laughs) when i
1: first came into the program i was pre like physician assistant i was pre-pa okay Okay. so i was definitely like oh like how is this gonna help like i thought about that at times for sure but i think like I, this is so funny. I watch, I love Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> and so, um, sometimes I'll be watching Grey's Anatomy and they'll like order a lab test and I'm like, that's incorrect. Like, that's not right. You you're shouldn't like, order that. Checking. Right. So, um, or even like at work, sometimes we have doctors who call us up and they're like, oh, like my patient has this, what test should I order? It's like, that's yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it's like a doctor who's had all this training still come to us for, yeah. so yeah. you're learning the same things. And it, it, there's a lot of times where like, I mean, I often think that all health science overlaps.
0: Of course. So yeah. you just have yeah. to
1: make sure that like, if you want to do something else, it kind of like intertwines with what you want
0: to do. Okay. that No, that makes complete sense. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. So that's kind of the end of my like official questioning. Okay. At the end of our student episodes, I always like to do what's called like a lightning round, mm-hmm. of like chip and choose. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to give you, Either two options or just a really short question and just the, just answer the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right, cool. Let's go. <laughs> All right, so your favorite place on campus? The library. Oh, very studious. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so if you didn't study medical lab sciences, what do you think you would have done?
1: Um. I think I would have done genetics i'm actually hoping to get my phd in genetics and like do a little bit of lab science with it so i think i would have done i would have done genetics
0: very cool I'm, I'm you guys in podcast land can't see the face i'm like okay i'm <laughs> seeing it i didn't we've never had that conversation so that's good to know okay um let's see the last local food spot you've dined at oh i actually am very big on local
1: Okay. yes okay okay um the last spot i think may have been jamaica house shout out
0: to them delicious jamaica house is a good favorite um i'm not gonna lie i also like karina's so i'll throw that out there Karina's is good i love their beef patties (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) and now i'm getting hungry (laughs) um okay and last one nutsy the squirrel rodney the ram oh man I should have known his name, or I think his name is Kickaroo. Um, Kickaroo is the the kangaroo for the Richmond Kickers. I didn't I've know. only <laughs> been to one soccer game. I not so know I'm sorry. No, we had a soccer team. <laughs> okay. Um, yes.
1: um. Honestly, I only really, to be honest, I only know Rodney the Ram, so I'm gonna pick Rodney.
0: Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, thank you so much for spending time with us um, today and really just sharing about your experience as a student. I know I learned a great deal. I hope our listeners have as well. Um, If you have any questions about how to get in contact with the Medical Laboratory Sciences Department or any of our other programs here in the College of Health Professions, certainly shoot us an email. That information will be in the show notes. Also, check us out on Instagram at VCUCHP. Um, we look forward to talking with you guys soon and have a good one. Bye.